everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter. I am joined as always by Tim. <laughs> you realize it's also an audio podcast, Tim, right? You have to say something. I'm trying to save my trying to save my voice <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> okay. Tim's a little bit under the weather. Uh we're struggling on well, Tim's struggling on. I I'm I'm just being me normally. Uh, so this is the horror movie podcast. This is our news edition of the show. Obviously, the main episodes are the movie reviews, but we do news now every week, and we have a bunch of news to talk about this week. Obviously, no box office because there's no box office to talk. You know, does it exist right now? There's no box office due to what's going on in the world. So, uh, but we do have some news. Uh, we have a lot of talk of delays and release date moving and things like that. This is going to be a long episode. Well, it's going to be a short episode, actually, I should say. If every time I, I leave Tim the, the window open to to give his opinion on something, he, he just lets me hang there. Okay. Uh, we'll get started then, shall we? Uh, Candyman, which was due to come out in June, uh, has been moved to September, September 25th to be specific. Not surprising. We've, we've kind of been seeing this thing with the movie release dates where you know, all the April movies pushed, and then all the May movies pushed, and now it's, we're getting all the June movies are starting to push. The, the, you know, the, 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 the movie industry sort of noticing that, hey, this won't be, won't be good to go again by June. We probably won't be good to go again by July. So everything is, is getting pushed, and we're going to see a few other stories sort of that show that in a minute, but uh, Candyman was kind of one of the big ones in June that I was thinking of that would probably be next to be hit a few days ago, and sure enough, it was next. So... Uh, it does mean that we get to take a little bit extra time getting through the, the first three because you know we, we we actually just recorded the first Candyman review recently and we're going to do the second one very soon thinking we had to have them done by June now we can spread them out over you know five six months which is handy yeah uh, I mean it's it's not surprising um yeah I think <laughs> obviously everything's getting pushed back now but uh I mean I'd uh, I'd still rather see this in theaters than you know just watching it on VOD. So it's uh, you know, uh, so at least uh, you know they are pushing it back instead of just going ahead and releasing it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, obviously Marvel pushed Black Widow before, which is not a horror movie, but what may be a horror movie is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which we have to mention because Black Widow was now taking the date that Eternals had, so then Eternals took the date that something else had. Uh, so basically every Marvel movie bumped back to the next slot that they had, uh, so that affects Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which was originally coming out in May 2021, is now coming out on November 5th, 2021. So. Oh, wow. We've had we've had a knock-on effect there. I'll just run through these kind of quickly now at this point because we know why this is all happening. There's nothing to really say. Uh, run, sweetheart, run, which was uh, a movie we had. A, I had a teaser trailer for this recently, or no? I really just had uh, some news on it because uh, I recognise the image that's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was supposed to be coming out uh, on th- in theaters in May, May twenty twenty. It has been uh, pulled out of its uh, release schedule. Uh, not surprising. We're basically expecting nothing in May now at this point. So if anything hasn't been pulled already, it will be soon enough. Unless people just don't care about it, I guess. Uh, likewise, Morbius from Sony <laughs> has has been pushed to... Tw- actually, Sony went a bit nuts, actually. They, they actually delayed every big movie they had this year until 2021. Uh, so mm-hmm. that, that was also Ghostbusters and Afterlife 
uh, and, and actually Ghostbusters Afterlife was pushed to next year as well so that was meant to be coming out in July this year and is now going to be coming out in March next year Morbius is coming out uh, also March next year yeah they're only a couple of weeks apart uh, so there you go uh, they're also claiming that they've pushed Uncharted I, I mean I still don't believe that movie's happening so whatever <laughs> grain of salt um, didn't they say something about um uh, a quiet place too they were thinking about uh releasing it it, it seemed kind of soon i, I was uh, i was at the end of my little delay oh, okay. I'll, 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 I'll skip That's ahead you brought it up you brought it up <laughs> <laughs> we'll skip ahead to uh uh quiet place 2 obviously was one of the first ones that got pushed they're now scheduling it for september 4th uh oh, okay labor day weekend which seems maybe feasible it, it kind of depends we, we really don't know how much we're still going to be locked down sure. come september yeah. it's definitely more feasible than some other things like you know i think san diego comic-con has still not been cancelled and it's like yeah, yeah that's good luck with that yeah <laughs> good luck with yeah, that but insane <laughs> but yeah so september fair bet i mean at that point why not just put it in october but you know whatever sure <laughs> uh, every every year we get mad that there's horror movies out in september and even august to a price yeah. so just wait till october give us lots of horror movies in october <laughs> now admittedly we'd have to do a lot of reviews if they waste everything in october but i mean sure. we do october thun it's fine we, we yeah you know, we've got an excuse for it or like at the very least it seems like the only stuff that gets released in october is usually like bad stuff mm-hmm. like you know e- even if october is crowded like why not <laughs> and make sure one of them is good it's because they know they don't have to be good in october to make money is if there's a horror movie That's in true. theaters idiots yeah. will go see it because it's because it's, it's october and then the good one can get can make money <laughs> potentially by just being good uh there's uh some sabotaging going on here with uh felines on on tim's end uh uh, next delay, uh april 10th which was obviously very soon was supposed to be the release for saint maud um Oh okay, which is a24 trailer was quite interesting looks kind of mm. kind of cool uh, that has been pulled from the schedule uh, with no date as of yet replacement wise but like I mean that probably wasn't gonna get like a huge release though right like you wouldn't think so uh, before I mean a24 maybe are determined to have this be a, a theater release yeah. or I don't know maybe they'll just iron out the details of what they want to do but uh, they have pulled it so i mean honestly our april is actually surprisingly busy for vod releases i was just showing tim before we started uh there's about seven movies coming out in april that we potentially could be doing and typically we try and keep it to like doing one new movie a week so uh they stack up which is why we always end up having to try to catch up in the first couple months of the the following year but uh yeah so saint mod uh has been pulled from the schedule and the last one we're going to talk about uh, is Malignant. This is the James Wan horror movie, the oh, Giallo yeah. film, which he was shooting before. Uh, that was supposed to be coming out on August 14th. So this is maybe one of the later ones that have been pushed. Uh, but it's been it's been pulled from that uh, for now. Uh, interestingly, this might be less to do with because they don't think they're ready for that. In fact, it's actually not. It's the opposite. This was the day that... Because Warner Brothers, of course, are putting this out. This was the day that Wonder Woman 1984 get pushed to, which is a little bit oh. optimistic, but it does make sense that if they're releasing their big superhero movie that day, that they don't want to release a small horror movie that day as well. So, that's why. But, I mean, also with something like this, they're probably still working on it, right? Which, if, if they were working on it and they had to shut down production, 
Like, I wonder if it's even finished, you know? I, I would have thought so. I, I don't remember hearing shit and finish, but it's possible production did end and they're just to get post-production now. Yeah. Uh, that is possible. I, I didn't see anything saying one way or the other. So, uh, but not, not, not surprising. I mean, honestly, Wonder Woman 84, uh, like, honestly, I, I, I'm still hesitant that that'll make that August 14th day. I still, that feels, <laughs> we were saying how September's kind of unclear, but it's at least like, okay, it's far away enough that maybe the world's kind of at least in some way back to normal. August mm-hmm. is right in that tipping point where I'm not sure. I'm just not yeah. sure. So we'll see. But not surprised uh maybe this is one they'll put out vod only the thing is though is if they put everything out on vod they're going to hit a drought in like a year or so when all the movies have to shut down production it'll be nothing to release so it makes sense that they're going to have to try and spread things out a little bit uh but yeah so that's all the delays i think uh that at least i noticed in the horror world over the last Mm -hmm. week or so uh but yeah keeps happening yeah (laughs) i mean now it's kind of just you kind of expect it like um it, it seems like pretty much until you know you hear some type of news about you know things returning to normal that uh things are probably just gonna be delayed yeah we're looking at months and months here if, if not over a year really if, if, if the potential's there for that so yeah we'll see we'll see uh so moving on to some actual other news then uh so relic is a movie that's coming out this year uh, which obviously we've not gotten to yet, so it's not been released, you know, to the public yet. Uh, but Natalie Erica James directed it, and she is working on a new film. Uh, Relic did a got some buzz at the Sundance Film Festival uh, before IFC Midnight required it, uh, acquired it for release later in the year. I mean, whether or not it releases it, uh, you know, whatever they planned is another question at this point. Sure. But uh, in a new interview with Screen Daily, uh, we we got details of. What, what this director Natalie Erica James is doing next mm. uh, and this is what she said is uh, writing a new project uh, which is a Japanese folk horror a la The Wicker Man and Rosemary's Baby uh, it's about motherhood fear fear of motherhood lost in selfhood this, this, these comments came from uh, the writer who's, work, who's writing in the script as opposed to the director herself but that, so her next, uh, it's one of these things where I have no idea how much, you know, stock to put in this story yet. But the fact that we've got a story saying, hey, this director's next thing's in the works makes me think, oh, there must be enough buzz in this first film if we're, we're treating this like it's newsworthy at this kind of vague stage. But I mean, maybe that's just wishful thinking. I don't know. But well, I mean, yeah, it definitely sounds cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like it's obviously don't know much at this point, but uh, it's something to keep on the radar yeah yeah uh so uh and apparently she's a big fan of ringu uh and the works of hideo nakata so uh that's maybe where the japanese influence is coming from so that's cool uh next up uh so so universal pictures is doing a movie called don't Mm -hmm. go in the water and it's described as a suspenseful monster movie Uh, we have no plot details but we do know now that stephen williams who directed some of the episodes of hbo's watchmen is going to be directing the movie uh so we're getting an aquatic monster movie called don't go in the water oh (laughs) i I mean i like the title (laughs) i like aquatic horror so that's uh, interested so far yeah uh yeah, the script's written by Peter Gaffney, 
uh, with she- Sean Levi and Dan Le- Levine. Both of those two last guys worked on Stranger Things, so you know we got a little bit. Of, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it could be should be a whole a fun movie. Is my is my hopes. Makes me wonder if there's you know something in the water that they don't they don't want you to go in there. Honestly, Tim, you should be a detective. This is, <laughs> this is a, <laughs> I'm blown away by your your analysis of the situation. Uh, moving on, uh, antiviral director Brandon Cronenberg, uh, who yes yeah. is related to <laughs> David Cronenberg, it's his son, uh, is back uh, with a new film this year called Possessor. It's a a genre film that got again Sundance Film Festival got a lot of buzz. Um, so. Yeah, here we go. Possessor follows a corporate agent, uh, Tasha Voss, played by Andrea Riseborough, who works for a secretive organization that uses brain implant technology to inhabit other people's bodies, ultimately driving them to commit assassinations for high-paying clients. Uh, no. th- this is one of these ones that uh, might veer slightly more sci-fi, depending on the, the tone. Uh, so this may end up in an Ace episode rather than a Screams episode, but... Uh, you know, Wellgo USA uh, are going to be releasing it uh, presumably this year. Well, yeah, I've uh, been seeing people talking about this. It sounds pretty interesting, and uh, I, I've actually never seen uh, Antiviral, but I've heard like pretty good things about it. It's one of those ones I've always meant to go back and watch, but haven't gotten around to yet. But yeah, it's maybe one that we'll do on the show when when you know we're close to Possessor coming out. Maybe we'll. Check out Anto. Again, I assume it's a horror movie. I'm not actually 100 percent sure. <laughs> it's probably. I, I mean, I think probably similar to uh, a lot of Cronenberg, you know, David Cronenberg himself. It's probably one of the ones that kind of you know uh, skits the line between mm. like you know horror and sci-fi. So if um if I'm thinking of the right movie, I think it has something to do with like um like celebrity STDs, like it like um you know people hmm. uh like it's very like fashionable to get like a celebrity std or something like that i don't know uh, hell, <laughs> if, uh, if there's one person i know to talk to about celebrity stds that man is tim so yeah. <laughs> uh yeah you know what you're talking about so <laughs> that's a possessor i will say the image that comes with this article looks pretty freaky uh oh. the, the face on this woman or this mask she's wearing is pretty freaky so uh okay. yeah consider me my interest peaked uh, uh, next up, uh, Antlers, of course, is one we're looking forward to. It's been delayed. Uh, I mean, it was already delayed. That's not news this week. Uh, but yeah. the director of that movie, Scott Cooper, is going forward with another film, a psychological horror film called A Head Full of Ghosts. And they've cast oh, yeah. Margaret Qualley in the lead role. Uh, she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, she was maybe more known as well for The Leftovers and HBO. So she's, she's going to be in there. STX Films are going to be releasing it, both in the US and the UK. I kind of hate them a little bit, though, because uh, they did the boy movies, so uh, they're the worst. <laughs> but, uh, so they're, they're going to be released. A uh, head full of ghosts sees a young woman recount to her journalist the terrifying story of how her family was publicly ripped apart 20 years prior by her teenage sister's mysterious affliction. When eight-year-old Mary's older sister exhibits signs of interdeterminate and terrifying affliction, the Barrett family slowly tears itself apart. Now, 20 years later, Mary is confronted with her family's traumatic past when Rachel, a journalist with similarly haunted past, delves into the case, causing Mary to relive and reconsider the devastating memories of her childhood. So, presumably, the sister was possessed uh, or something to that effect, but obviously, it's keeping it kind of vague right now. 
well, <laughs> I read the book, so I know. Uh, oh, okay. A little bit about this. I, I think we talked about it before, but the the book's very good. Um, All right, okay. I recommend that anyone who, who's interested in uh, checking it out. But I, yeah, I mean, I definitely like the source material uh, and the. I haven't seen Antlers yet, but I do like the uh, the director so far from the trailer. The, the, yeah, the trailer so, looked good. Yeah. Um, so this could be good. Can I ask a question? Did you read this book? Sure. Because on the, the the cover of the novel, there's a quote from Stephen King saying he liked it. Is, is that why you read this? Uh, I mean, I have read books because of that before, but I think this was one that someone actually recommended to me. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea that Tim's browsing books in, in the bookstore and he sees Stephen King's name, assumes it's a Stephen King book, and then doesn't realize until later that, oh shit, Stephen King didn't write this. <laughs> i have uh well i mean i've never done that but i have done stuff where i've seen like oh hey stephen king says this is good so i'll check it out and hey, i don't think i've been disappointed so far i mean his name's almost as big as the author's name on this cover it's, a- it's actually kind of like intentionally confusing yeah. uh without looking at it too closely that he's not the author but uh so that's a head full of but, ghosts yeah. uh, i'd recommend anything by uh paul tremblay though he's a pretty pretty good author Cool, cool. Uh, so we've got the trailers there. We've got some trailers to, to look at. Uh, we get a trailer for a sh- movie coming to Shudder this month. Uh, uh, it's not called The Hair Ghost, but <laughs> The Hair Ghost is the, the entity in it. It's called 0.0 Megahertz. Uh, you know, interesting title. Hard to search for, honestly, which is <laughs> one of the biggest problems with it. But uh, this is coming on April 23rd to Shudder, and there's a trailer that came out uh, just this past week. Uh, what did you think of this this trailer? Uh, I thought it looked okay. Um, I, well, I mean, I, I could see it going either way, uh, but like, it has like a lot of. Um, it felt kind of like early, maybe two thousands, like you know, Japanese horror movies that we've seen before. That you know, I do like that kind of style and imagery. So, it definitely had me intrigued, but I, I, I don't know if I'd say I'm completely sold. But I mean, I am excited to check it out though. Yeah, um, I was kind of mixed in the trailer because on the one hand, I like some of the visuals. I like that it seems to be like, I mean, I'll read the description here just to give you everyone a good taste of this, but obviously find the trailer yourself and have a look at it. But uh, members of a paranormal exploration club go to an abandoned house in a remote small town to prove the existence of a ghost using radio frequency based technology. Unfortunately, the young students unwittingly become the ghost's host. So a lot of what you see in the trailer is like they're in this like, you know, abandoned building and they've got a lot of like test equipment set up and they're kind of trying to like do some studies and stuff and the creepy stuff starts happening and it seems like it's like a it seems like it's mostly set in this one place and over the course of the night like it completely you know screws with them it's the sort of thing that might be found footage it isn't but it could have been found footage if they really wanted to go that route uh so i I was kind of conflicted because on the one hand i felt like okay we're doing a lot of tropes from the early 2000s in terms of because it's a korean movie this it's a south korean movie and oh, and I was thinking, oh, it seems like we're doing just a repeat of a lot of those things. But then at the same time, it's been a long time since we really had one of those, uh, right? Yeah. At least notably. I mean, I'm sure there's been some, you know, small ones. But mm-hmm. uh, so I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued enough that I think we should probably do this on the show. Uh, sure. So uh, later in April, I don't know if we'll get to it in April. If it'll be more of an early May thing, we got a big list of movies to do. But I'm I'm intrigued enough to to give it a look and see if it if it if it's any good. Because uh, this is the, this is the thing is like. For a horror movie podcast and we're reviewing movies constantly, I feel like we somehow only did like one or two Shudder movies throughout the entirety of 2019. And I don't know if that just says a lot about the type of movies Shudder gets the rights to, that most of them are kind of, 
they're like okay, but they're not like the stuff that people are talking about. They're not like high profile enough or whatever. But mm. you know, yeah, I also feel like they they end up getting a lot of stuff that um like like they don't get it right away because I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we review and then like a month or two later I'll mm. see like oh coming to Shutter. Yeah, so, that's true. Like like maybe it's not always like you're right uh debuting there first or something but that's true that's true but hey uh, so this is coming uh april 23rd on shutter so yeah, i'm intrigued I, i'm not it's one of those things where i i didn't leave this trail thinking that's going to be bad i thought this mm-hmm. could be good but i could also see it, see it being bad but i wasn't like there's, totally. there's so many trailers where i'll leave the trailer and go that's going to be terrible and almost nothing's going to change my mind but that i came yeah. out of this going i really don't know if it's going to be good or bad there's potential we'll see so uh that is uh, 0.0 megahertz next up we got a trailer for vampire dad which quirky trailer obviously it's more of a horror comedy than a, a straight horror movie it's basically a, a sort of quirky it's, it's, it looks like it's set in like the 50s 60s kind of time period uh you know the the, the teenage daughters get the boner hair it's all that kind of stuff and it's this dad who's a therapist a psychologist who's turned into a vampire by a vampire because uh, the vampires and the rest of the monster world wanted a therapist <laughs> so that's why they turned the therapist into a vampire uh, but it's, it's full-on horror comedy it's very it's got that bubbly they're really going for that 50s visual style where everything's very colorful and technicolor looking and I, again i was conflicted by this one this is coming out in june by the way this is june 16th on vod uh just just before father's day fun enough they're, they're actually tying this into a holiday but <laughs> watching this trailer i kind of felt conflicted because on the one hand i was like this feels like obviously a low budget movie but visually it actually has a style you know versus a lot of low budget movies of this type where it'll just look like a shot and video whatever and then i also thought the acting quality felt better than i would usually because i feel like i've seen a lot of horror comedy trailers from these low budget you know movies that go straight to vod where i'm kind of cringing at the acting and i was kind of in a weird middle place with this where i was like i feel like these actors are good enough to like they're, they're hitting the right tone that they should be hitting for the comedy that they're doing but at the same time i'm not convinced that yeah, this is going to be funny <laughs> does that make sense sure um yeah the like the premise i, I think sounds pretty stupid but uh when i watched the trailer i was actually like oh this there might be something here i do like um, it kind of felt like something that you might see in the 90s. Mm. Like, even though it's set in the 50s, it seems like the kind of movie that uh, would have happened in the 90s. Like, I don't know, it reminds me of, like, like Adam's Family or something, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, where it kind of has, like, uh, an older, like, there's, like, a doo-wop uh, aesthetic to it, which I actually kind of like because it does give it some style versus, like, you know, just being, like, a very bland kind of thing. So, um, yeah, like, I, I wouldn't necessarily say like there was any like super funny jokes uh in the trailer but like there was enough interesting stuff there that i'm like okay i wouldn't mind watching this at least give it a shot you know yeah no i get it uh so the base coming out in june and even though we've got a lot of movies coming out soon there's, there's again much because a lot of production shut down it's entirely possible that later in the year we're going to hit a bit of a drought where or at least it'll slow down because a lot of movies aren't being made as much for a while so um Maybe this will be the perfect sort of year for them to release this and for us to actually pay attention to it and go, hey, we'll give this a chance and see if it's any good. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's one of those things where five minutes into it, like, okay, <laughs> this might be painfully <laughs> bad. Maybe yeah. maybe we should opt out of this right now before the, before we've wasted time on it. Um, totally. 
but that's Vampire Dad. And in the final trailer, I saved the, the most, obviously, prolific one for last. This is Peninsula, uh, which is Train to Busan. I think the official title might even be Train to Busan Presents Peninsula, <laughs> which is a really weird, clunky title. And I get that they wanted to have... Like, why not just call it Train to Busan 2 Peninsula? I mean, uh, I don't know if it's weird if there's, like, no train. That's, I suppose, I guess, yeah. Like... <laughs> True. Because <laughs> what else do you do? I, I guess you do, like, uh... I mean, it's not even set in the... I mean, see, if it was set in Basan still, you could do something like, uh, I don't know, a day in Basan, and it would have that Basan sure. connector to make it sound like it's part of the same franchise. Yeah. Uh, whereas they've kind of awkwardly had to try and... This, this is almost like a Spiral from the Book of Saw levels of, like, <laughs> we wanted to give it a new title, but we wanted to let you know it was part of that yeah. franchise, so we had to kind of yeah. really clunkily... Or the Twilight Saga... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway so this looks freaking amazing Tim what's your thoughts <laughs> yeah this is um, like it's definitely not what I was expecting from the Train to Busan sequel uh, but it looks like so like it has like such cool action uh, and everything like uh, I'm not really sure what to expect from it but I mean just from this trailer it looks like a blast yeah I feel like like the first movie okay they wanted to do this great zombie movie really tense slow horror and this is still a horror movie but i'm getting more of a zombie mad max vibe from this oh, trailer totally yeah uh, yeah there's like a gladiator combat like moment where they force some people to fight like towards the zombies there's and it looks really cool like the the way the zombies come out they look like this weird like um they look what like or- just blob yeah they look, like- <laughs> they look like one organism and each zombie is like just one part yeah. of the whole yeah it looks like a <laughs> yeah now there's some cool visuals in here it feels like it's got a mild sense of humor uh i, I was immediately kind of drawn into it and i went you know what this isn't the same movie but at the same time like i'm kind of glad for that almost like i don't know if i wanted to see them try because the temptation would be to do like Train to Busan, but on like a plane or something, right? Like plane to Busan. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that yeah, if they if they'd done that, that could be the title, right? <laughs> plane to Busan, boat to Busan. There's a whole trilogy of transport. Uh, um, yeah, no, I mean this looks like really really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it does. I I, I mean there's a couple of the car chase moments were kind of you know mediocre CG, but other than that, the rest of it, like I was really into the action-packed vibe of it and i feel like they're going nuts with it and it may fall flat maybe we'll watch this and it'll just feel kind of like a a misfire but at the very least i feel like they're really trying something like like, no no we want to go nuts and do our version of this zombie story so totally yeah yeah, go for it i'm into it the trailer looks good uh so uh, we don't have a date or anything for that yet we assume it's coming this year i mean obviously it looks ready in terms of you know so i look forward to it look forward to it uh so that was that was the final trail that that has been the the horror movie news this week uh but as as we sometimes do i think it's worth uh discussing if we you know, just casually if we watched anything in the last week or so that wasn't for the show that you want to mention i mean obviously keep it light because we might do them for the show in the future at some point but uh uh geez, i feel like i watched a, a couple of things the um uh, I, I was finishing some uh, up some series like uh, we watched uh, uh, we, we finished up Lock and Key, Marianne, the latest season of Sabrina, which uh, I liked all of those, you know, they're all pretty uh, decent watches um, we watched uh, I don't know if you remember the the trailer for that movie uh, Villains oh um, yeah, was that, was, that was the couple who go into like, the house with the, the older couple yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it was like uh, they're kind of like a 
like uh like uh bank robbers or something well, i think mm. it was like a convenience store they're robbing but the old they couple to... turn out to be like i don't know serial killers or something whatever it is yeah yeah, yeah uh, actually I, I like that quite a bit i i thought that was pretty good um which uh, I, I mean i don't know like if we want to do it for the show we can i don't know if it's like super horror like yeah I, it's not high priority <laughs> uh, there's, there's a movie that just came out in vod actually called vivarium and i was looking at it going we we, we, we yeah we watched the trailer for the news at some point in the last you know four months <laughs> um and i was looking at, i was looking at it going, you know, this could be more sci-fi or, or horror depending it's hard to tell uh exactly which way it leans more so it's always one of those in-between things um but that, that just came out so uh, it's just because you said you were having trouble saying oh, is it a full-on horror movie is it just kind of silly half like it, it's i don't know it's kind of quirky like i would say it's more like kind of like dark comedy uh, mm-hmm. honestly uh but i i really liked it it's on um hulu i, I believe if you know people are looking for like a decent watch i, I thought that was pretty good i also watched a uh, sweetheart uh which was on netflix that was like the castaway mm. uh, kind of monster movie that was all right um it was like again i wouldn't say like a i was like oh my god this is like amazing but i was like that's oh, you know it wasn't a bad watch yeah, so that's but it's not one we're upset with. It's not it's not one we're upset we didn't do for the show though, right? It's not. Yeah, I mean it's a it's it's a decent movie. Like it's uh, I don't know if it's would be like super interesting to talk about. I mean maybe if people really want us to do it, we can do it. But I mean we have so much stuff on. Yeah, the, I I feel like if the movie's above a seven, we should do it on the show. If the movie's under a four, we should do it on the show. But there's that <laughs> there's that middle portion where. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I I watched a few, a few things. I've been watching a lot of movies on stream. Uh, I watched a movie from 1979 called Screamers, but the alternate title is much better. The alternate title is Island of the Fishmen. This is an Italian movie <laughs> uh, with all the dubbing. Uh, it's got all these these really cheap like creatures from the Black Lagoon knockoffs, like killing people. Uh, the nice. first like 20 minutes is just nothing but death scenes. It's, it's kind of entertaining. <laughs> it slows down a bit after that, uh, but it does get kind of nuts where it kind of brings into this crazy scientist who's trying to like train them because he wants them to swim down to the lost city of Atlantis to get gold for him. <laughs> it, it's okay. not, it's, it was kind of nuts. Uh, so... It was kind of worth a watch in kind of a crazy way, so one that you could watch with friends. Uh, on the other end of the scale, I watched a movie called Mutant, aka Night Shadows. I don't know what it is about movies from this era that have like multiple titles, but this is from 1984, and it's like two brothers who come into a small town, but there's like a monster uh, seemingly killing people around town. Uh, honestly, there's, a, there's, a, there's some good moments here or there that are fun in like a you know cheesy way, but there's a lot of slow, like just dull in between all these parts. So. I wasn't super into that one as much. I definitely enjoyed Alan of the Fishmen more. Uh, I watched Spider Baby, which was oh. from uh, 1967. Um, really weird movie. There's a very young Sid Haig in it. Yeah. Uh, it's about this crazy family of... I, I was actually wondering as I was watching it, is, is this kind of like almost inspiration for Texas Chainsaw? Because it's kind of this weird family who are crazy and you know, uh, like, the people who've come to visit are, like, are put off by how weird and disturbing they are, and the two sisters are especially kind of cookie, and, uh, you know, the, the younger sister wants to play spider, which means she wants to pretend to be a spider and kill people with knives, like, but there's, there's some fun moments in there, it's black and white, it's old school, uh, definitely a quirky 90 minutes, uh, if you want to give it a try. Um, I had that on my radar, because I had heard people talking about it when Sid Haig passed away, and it sounded mm. interesting. Yeah, I I think that I, I had it on Blu-ray, but I think it was also on Prime as well. Yeah, uh, 
yeah i had it on my prime list for a while yeah so if people want to check that out you you have the uh you have the options uh, and that was pretty much it those were the horror movies uh i've also been working through the uh the works of cynthia rothrock but those aren't horror movies <laughs> yeah I've, I've also i mean i just i work from home three days a week now so i just have like you know always i'm putting stuff mm. on the background i've finally started making my way through the big uh godzilla criterion <laughs> set that mm. i got nice uh so yeah, not exactly horror, but yeah, monster uh, related. I'd, I'd argue the first one's kind of a horror because the first one treats sure. his attack like a horror, like it feels apocalyptically yeah. horrific when it happens. The rest of them not so much because the rest of them are just like, oh, it's just monsters and sits fighting and. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I like like how uh, like weird it gets, like uh, like like pretty much starting uh, with like Mothra when it's like. Oh, like yeah, we have like these two tiny women mm-hmm. and like all this like different crazy stuff that's going on. Uh, it Mothra, was a pretty <laughs> Mothra. Then, uh, but I, I guess uh, like the other big horror thing though, not movie related, but like Resident Evil Three came out. Yes, yes. I, I think we're going to do a big conversation on it once you've done finished the the game. Uh, I already beat it four times though, so I mean, <laughs> I, I I am well versed in that new game. I have thoughts. I have th- not all of them positive. I I have interesting. I have lots of thoughts to share. Uh, so we'll have a big conversation on that at some point. Let me do the two. Uh, if you want, yeah. if you if you want to go back and find our big hour long or so whatever it was conversation on Resident Evil Two, uh, you go find that. Uh, but I yeah yeah it's it's, it's but yeah bit of stuff. I would try I'll try to watch more. Obviously, I'd probably have watched a couple more. But of course, Resident Evil Three came out, and that kind of consumed two nights of my life. So, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll I will definitely uh, I'm trying to keep my movie watching up because I'm doing well this year. Actually, I'm, I've been ticking away at movies, uh, trying to keep them up. So, yeah. Uh, okay, that well, that'll wrap us up then. That is. Uh, then, that, oh, sorry. Well, and I guess uh, well, I, I forget if uh, it was last week or at the start of this week. But of course, we got to mention you know Stuart Gordon passing. Oh, away. of course, yeah, yeah. I have to mention that, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sugar, of course, who's mostly known for Reanimator and From Beyond, uh, did a few other things for for those studios yeah. as well. Uh, like Castle Freak, Castle Dagon, Freak's one, yeah. Dolls, which I think we previously did. Yeah, yeah Dolls is a fun movie. Uh, From Beyond, I remember like I think I like Dolls a little bit more than From Beyond. Actually, now I think about it. Uh, yeah. I watched it from beyond I think a year or two ago and I had never seen it before. It's it's not bad, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. I mean I, I think like Reanimator is definitely the the classic, you know. Yeah, Reanimator and Dolls I like quite a bit. No, no, I, I saw Castle Freak, I'm not so keen in Castle Freak, but you know, he did a lot Me of either. movies uh over his time. Yeah. Uh, so it was a shame to hear hear from passing away. Uh, as far as I know it was nothing to do with the current, you know, world crisis. It was just so, it was yeah. just a natural uh, you know, otherwise thing, but uh, which he wasn't old. like super old. I think it was like seventy something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's old, but it's not like yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the weird thing right now is that when someone passes away, like almost you have to like clarify every time now. Or oh, was it because of that? Yeah. And it's like no, no, yeah. it was just you know something else. But uh, yeah. so yeah, it's a weird, weird time, uh, weird time. But no, obviously uh, it's a shame we hear when uh, a big director that passes away, especially since yeah. we've already lost so many of you know who we think of as the the grandfathers of the horror genre you know we've lost craven we've lost you know yeah. romero so on yeah. so like i i think someone was saying like you know john carpenter might kind of be like one of the last like mm. you know like og uh like big horror directors we have left yeah he is he, he uh, if you put if you put him in a mount rushmore of horror it would definitely be carpenter craven hooper and romero i think 
Like, I yeah, feel like yeah. those were the names. And Carpenter's the one who's left. Carpenter's the one who, you know, is still kicking. Uh, so ho- hopefully he lasts many a year to come. Uh, I mean, I don't even expect him to make movies. I'm not saying that because I want him to make movies. Like, he stopped making good movies a long time ago. Yeah. I, I just want him to have a happy retirement, you know? Keep making music. Do what makes you happy. Whatever. <laughs> he likes making music and playing video games. But, I mean, uh, I, I feel like with, you know, so many things kind of coming back now, I feel like... I'd like to see like one last like you know movie from him like yeah mm. obviously like you said some of his uh you know like later work over the last what like twenty ish years or whatever or maybe even like thirty ish something uh yeah <laughs> hasn't been great but like but I mean well there's a, a big chunk that he wasn't doing anything but uh, but I mean I'd like to see him come out with like yeah one last like good movie yeah let's be honest basically since the nineties I mean there's a couple of okay ones in the nineties but basically since the nineties it's been bad uh. Not that he's really done anything in the last 15 years, barring like... Right, right, right. Because yeah. the, the last thing he did was like the ward. And that, I want to say that was like 2007 or something like that. Like that was a long time ago now. Yeah. Although, although I, I will give him credit for the um, uh, the Masters of Horror uh, episode he did, which basically mm. is a movie. But Cigarette Burns was really good. That would have been mid-ish 2000s, I think. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Yeah, but, That's fair. So uh, I give him that. But yeah, I mean, I, mean uh, I, I feel like we still need like one big thing to go out on, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. Uh, but that is a horror movie news uh, episode for the week. So thank you very much uh, for joining us. Uh, we will, of course, see you next time. You can let us know what you thought of any of the news items uh, or what you've been watching uh, horror movie wise this past week in the comments below. You can like and subscribe, all that jazz. Get us on Twitter at Screams Midnight for uh, horror retweets and shenanigans and uh, Tim saying silly things about leprechauns. And uh, believe it or not, <laughs> we're all, we're already starting to plan for the October thon, and it is only April because. It takes time. It takes time and effort to plan that damn thing, and yeah. uh, you know. So thoughts are thoughts are it happening. Hasn't gotten delayed yet. <laughs> you really think we're gonna delay October? <laughs> that's something that's gonna might. happen. <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, uh, so check that out. Uh, check out Patreon, of course. We want to support the show and everything we do here. Anyway, Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV and support us for as well as one dollar per month. And for that one dollar, of course, you get bonus episodes of the movie reviews of Screams After Midnight. Uh, you get one of them per month, as well as other stuff as well. So go and have a look. Five dollars gets you all the access to the episodes, uh, the movie review episodes, and a vote once per month too. So go and have a look. See, see. Yeah, and also worth mentioning actually, if you're a patron at the five dollars and up. Uh, the vote this month uh, which will go up in about a week or two uh, that is going to be for crypt picks which is uh, you know the the, the list that uh, patrons at five dollars and up submit to so if you want to have a chance of yours being put on the uh, the four movie vote uh, right now is a good time to add your movies to the crypt uh, so go and have a look see and give it give it a go actually sell something i was arguing with a patron actually just this uh, past week Uh-oh. uh well or not cube was a horror movie or a sci-fi movie and I, i'm firmly on the sci-fi camp but i mean i don't know how you feel about it uh i mean i i, I think of it more as sci-fi but um i mean so much of like sci-fi and horror is kind of intertwined mm-hmm. like you know i i wouldn't like if someone was saying they're horror i wouldn't necessarily say like oh you you fool you're wrong <laughs> like uh I mean, personally i personally i feel like it, it is more a little bit more sci-fi though mm. that's just thought i'd get your opinion on it yeah. uh, there's certainly horror elements though yeah you know, i wouldn't discount that mm. yeah uh so there you go that has uh been the news so thank you very much for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time <laughs>